Welcome to the Color Resale Podcast, episode number 13, how to make yourself work when you don't want to. Now, this is a tricky one, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur without a boss. You are your own boss. It's so tricky. You don't have this person uh, clocking, uh, making sure you're clocking in on time, making sure that you're doing, that you're staying on task, giving you quarterly reviews. You become that person. I found it extremely challenging moving from an education background to a self-employed present. These are the tools that I've used to really keep myself going and I can't wait to share them. Hustle mentality is alive and well amongst boss babes, but so is burnout. What if we shifted our habits, found clarity, honed in our passion, and approached our work-life balance holistically? I'm your host, Coco, entrepreneur, mama, spicy food lover, and owner of Color Resale. Check in every week as I share questions and actionable steps so that our life and business can thrive. As I mentioned in the intro, I came from a background of teaching. I taught preschool in large schools, so I had faculty, I had staff, admin, everyone supporting me, teachers, students. There was a lot of accountability all around. And when you work for yourself, there are moments when curling up and watching Netflix all day sound like a really good use of your time and you lose track of things. So this is a list that I've created I actually have it up in my studio and one of the on one of the bulletin boards and I look back to it if I'm feeling like I'm not having the most stellar day um, I'm excited to talk to you about it I'm excited to see if you follow this list if you incorporate some into your life or if you're planning on using some of them so if you are please let me know take a little screenshot of this episode and tag me in it at color resale over on Instagram and I would love to see it I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. Let's jump right on into it. The first thing is find a good why. For a lot of people, finances will be a good enough reason why. If you are creating your income solely from the work that you're doing and you have rent, utilities, a car payment, whatever it may be due, that might be a good enough reason. But if you're in a privileged position where you maybe have a little cushion, you maybe have a significant other bringing in a little bit of money, you know that if you slack a little bit, you'll still be able to scrape by, you need something a little deeper, then having a why that's not directly attached to money might be the thing for you. Now, for me, it's a little mix of both. I have a significant other who brings home money, so I know that if I have a little bit of a down week, we'll still be okay. But at the same time, I do have bills. I do have uh, things depending on my income. And another really good why that I have for myself is my daughter. I started reselling as a way to stay home instead of going out and working in a school environment where I would have to leave her somewhere else until she got old enough to come to the school. I decided being at home and really creating this world for us here and really building my dreams and showing her that, listen, like if you can see mama doing it, if you can see mama teaching her her, these herself these skills and working hard, that I'll instill some of that grit into her. And to me, that's the most valuable thing that I could pass on to someone as um, interested and curious and um, smart and uh, observant as my kiddo. Teaching her grit is one of the most the things I'm most proud of in my life. So that's a really good why for me. I have the financial component and then I have my baby too. So finding a good why 
that is if you take one thing away you could finish listening to the episode now and uh have walk away with that being like the crown jewel of this crown of 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 tips that i'm about to give you the second one is to um hold a, a meeting now if you work with other people you can meet with other people have a team meeting but if you work just by yourself it's important that you do this too that you set aside some time um you can do it so i like to do it every year every quarter every month and every week i like to sit down and kind of revisit my goals break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces if not i get super overwhelmed and if i don't have a plan of action i actually forget about some of the strategic pieces um in reaching my goals so i like to every year kind of have a word and a really overarching um, goal for the year and then a quarter I like to kind of look ahead look at some of the dates kind of problem solve on a bigger scale Um, every month I do really tangible specific goals and every week I'm figuring out how to make those monthly goals happen Uh, this keeps me fueled this is a moving document a breathing document something that has a lot of flexibility in it Um, so it keeps me going and I notice that if I'm having a low week I revisit it and realize "Mm, did I maybe plan out that week kind of wrong I try to problem solve a little more it really adds a lot of fuel to my fire and the next one kind of goes back to what I was saying about these monthly goals which is set tangible attainable goals I love reach goals you'll if you've listened to the podcast or follow me somewhere else or just know me in person you'll know I love a good reach goal I love goals that seem just far out of reach I love them. I think that they really push you forward. Um, They really elevate you. They transform you. There's a lot of growth that happens there, but they are hard. (laughs) They're reach goals for a reason. Having tangible, attainable goals will really keep you going through those weeks that you feel kind of sluggish. Um, So maybe, yeah, those higher fruits are great, but having low-reaching fruit is essential in the mix as well. The next one is treats. I love treats and treats a lot of the time I think of food, I think of a little drink, I think of a little um, date but recently I've become a plant mom and I like to get myself plants or um, I'll treat myself to a sunset walk through my neighborhood. Um, It doesn't have to be directly connected to money, it doesn't have to be these huge lavish things, it's just something that feels good good something that you say okay because here's here's the deal we all no matter our profession no matter what we do there's going to be um hard tasks there's going to be those tasks that feel like you're just like walking through molasses that really take effort that are slow that (laughs) that take so much effort and it's so great to sprinkle in these treats to kind of change the pace and the levity of your day or week or whatever it may be um treats are essential in my book the next one takes more foresight which is coming up with ideas to improve your day-to-day this one is not a a quick uh, um, fix-it-quick scheme this one takes a lot of patience and um, that's kind of why I'm talking about it a little later on in this list but if there's something that you can do 
and it can be big or small. Big to me is like changing professions or adding in um, another income, another stream of income, um, something big like that that's going to take time and effort and maybe a couple plan Bs and um, conversations like that might be it but it might be something smaller it might be that your back hurts from working right and the solution could be investing in a really good chair or investing in a gym membership or personal trainer or changing the way you eat it you could um, explore different alternatives the way that I approach this topic in in particular in specific wow this is really where all my word jumbles come um i'm sure in person i have this too but (laughs) just catch myself sometimes when i'm editing these episodes um if you listen to i think it was episode four where i talk about how i'm not editing out my my stumbles anymore but oh it's so tempting to do so when i say things like that Yes. Okay. Let's go back to it. So yeah, it takes foresight to sometimes, um, yeah, to, to know what the problem is and then plan the solution. So the way that I like to approach it is I like to look at the things that are preventing me from wanting to be at work or doing the tasks. So that could be, um, I'm tired, I just, I'm not into it anymore, I'm kind of having a valley, you know, you can't always be in peaks, so sometimes those valleys do happen. So then you have to think about how how can those things be changed and some ideas besides you know the chair or changing your jobs you could outsource certain uh, tasks you could um pile all so one of the things and maybe maybe this isn't the thing for you but i i like doing this sometimes i pile all the tasks that i don't want to do into one day and i do it like on a monday or something like that and then i know that for the rest of the week i won't have that problem and i'll spend all sunday kind of getting myself ready for it setting myself up for success i'll make sure that i have like all the foods that i love to eat that day and that i have a bubble bath waiting for me at the end of the day and i'll just like power through it Uh, The next idea that I've kind of talked about a little bit before is to plan in breaks. A lot of the time when we're deep in the frustration of not wanting to work or doing something in your day, in your work, that just makes you fall out of love with your profession so deeply, it's great to have a breath. I like to think of it as fighting with a lover, that sometimes the best thing you can do in a fight is to to walk out to just take a break just say like if you're fighting in your bedroom just say okay I'm gonna go in the kitchen get myself a glass of water take a couple breaths and return Uh, that is essential for work especially on the days that you don't want to it's going to feel like you can't leave the task because then you're (laughs) admitting defeat Um, but it's it's such a good idea it's such a good practice to cultivate Um, just leave take a moment take a break good breaks are drinking water um stretching a little bit going on like a little walk around the room that you're in doesn't have to be huge um here in the color resale podcast world i'm always talking about how a lot of the time we think breaks have to be these huge like 30 minute hour and a half day kind of things when really five minutes 
even a minute can be such a powerful um, amount of time to change things up. Next up, the final idea, and this one took me a while, but um, this is the one that I probably use the most, probably use the most frequently, is to set my future up for success. I know that starting a task from scratch is rough. Let's take these, this podcast, for example, right? I um, mentioned earlier that I, I kind of changed the way that I approach this podcast. Before, I used to have a script that I would follow, not like a, a every word script. So I didn't, it didn't feel like I was reading from a script, but I would have bullet points. So um, a lot of my podcast episodes are 20 minutes. So I would have a line for each. Um, I would have like 20 lines of text that would get me inspired to talk about a certain thing. My idea behind that was I wouldn't have tangents and I wouldn't um, like struggle and stutter the way I'm doing these days. But um, what happened was that I would set a morning to record my podcast. So what I would do is I would sit down, think of the topics, write kind of an outline for it, and then record it. It was painful <laughs> the way that I did it. I just It just wasn't for me. And I know that that would work for some other people. But for me, it felt like a lot. It felt like from start to finish, I wasn't batching any of them together. I wasn't thinking of ideas. Now I've completely changed the way that I approach this podcast. Now I will keep, um, I have uh, notes that I keep on my phone with ideas whenever I get them and I have a folder that's just podcast ideas and I get some ones that are great some ones that need a little bit of fine-tuning some ones that would be great for maybe someone else's podcast but just doesn't make sense for this one I don't edit the ideas I just write them all down and it happens organically it's like when they come they come and then I have this huge list of ideas and then the day before I record the podcast or uh, sometimes on that Sunday I do like a Sunday planning session every Sunday night for the week ahead I'll write a little like paragraph of what the podcast could be about and usually that's what um, the description of the podcast is is that little blurb that I write for myself and that kind of um, like gets me excited about it you know or I'll write down like a couple ideas I want to make sure to touch base on so for example for this episode I really wanted to make sure I talked about a really good why like a really good reason behind why you're doing it I really wanted to make sure I talked about treats and goals and breaks so it literally says how to make yourself work when you don't want to episode number 13 goals treats breaks why that's all I wrote for the whole episode. But I didn't do that on the same day. I did that before. So now today when I'm coming in to record this episode, I feel like past Coco, like uh, Sunday night Coco when I planned out that little blurb and um, when I had the initial idea, I feel like all of all those moments have been setting myself up for success. I've already built that momentum. So I'm not starting off at, at, from stillness. You know, I'm starting from a place of movement and intentionality and um, it feels like more rooted and it makes me more excited for the task. So that's a good example for a podcast. But um, let's say that the um let's say it's a, a completely different idea. Let's say that it's shipping orders, which is something um, that 
you know, happens in my business very frequently. Every single day that the post office is open, I'm shipping out orders. So, you know, getting there and doing it all at once is is a lot of work. It feels like this huge block of time. So sometimes if I'm like on the phone with someone or I'm doing something else, I'll just start like printing out the shipping labels and then I'll have them ready. So then when I go into to do my shipping label, like, we. <laughs> there I go with my my word jumble again. When I go in later to package up the orders, I already have the labels printed out and it just feels like a gift from your previous self. It just feels like such um such a gift, such a momentum. Um, and you also like, I also feel like some responsibility to my past self. I'm like, well, if she did the work to set me up, like might as well follow through with it. Right. And it becomes harder to procrastinate it and to push it off because you've taken little bites throughout, um, and, and made it possible. Those are the tools, like the very tangible tactical tips that I have to make myself work when I don't want to. I'd be so curious to hear some of yours. I'm sure you have so many good ideas. So if you want to connect over on Instagram at Color Resale, let's chit chat. I check my DMs, respond to everyone. And um, yeah, I would love to hear about it because I know that this is a very common thing. And um, my ideas were, were great, but I'm sure Sure, there's really good ones out there that I haven't even thought of. So let's connect. If you want to take a screenshot of this podcast episode and share it to your stories on Instagram and tag me in it, oof, that'd be such a treat. I would love that so, so much. That would mean the world to me. And I hope that you and your loved ones are happy and healthy and really helping each other out and um, showing each other a lot of love and grace during this time. I know it's very trying. I'm sending love and light to all of you and I appreciate you spending your time with me. It's always such a gift and I'll see you soon. Bye!